The new series of Figuring Out Families focuses on marriage preparation. A wedding is not just about turning up on the day, much preparation is involved. Andrew and Veronica Schoenmakers, who joined me for this series, have been married for 42 years. They've been doing marriage preparation for over 16 years, which they call FOCUS, facilitating open couple communication, understanding and study. Welcome to the second session of Marriage Preparation with Andrew and Veronica Schoenmakers. In this podcast, we'll explore some of the categories in more detail and some of the things couples should be aware of. Uh, Andrew and Veronica, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, David. Nice to have you with us again. Now, uh, we touched on this uh, or some of these questions a little bit in the first episode, but uh, we'll go into a bit more detail. Uh, especially money problems often lead to marriage tension and breakdown. Uh, do you spend much time talking to couples about their finances uh, with your program? Probably not a lot, but probably more around it's an area that they do differ in their responses. And it's, as we mentioned the last session, was around understanding of what money is. These couples are coming in um, you know, early 30s and, and later, so they've been a lot more independent. Um, historically, obviously, if you think back to some of the, the standard marriage structure, you know, man marries woman, woman stays home, has babies, looks after the house, man goes to work. Well, these days that doesn't happen anymore. They, you know, the women are, are gaining a lot more independence. They've got real estate. They've got good jobs. They're, you know, they're focused. They're bringing a lot more into the marriage. So um, a lot of it is around what we try and get them to do. I say, have you done uh, a list of financial assets and liabilities? Uh, in uh, written all the, Have you written all this down to understand what you're bringing in? We've had couples that have had huge credit blowouts and and, uh, then not realising that that's coming into play. So it's about, you know, know, these are the assets you're bringing in and do you understand and accept how do you manage credit, how do you manage financial situations? Most of them do not even think about it. They think they do, but they haven't asked the question or looked at it. Um, we've seen couples where uh, they've owned property, but it may be uh, being used by a parent, um, you know, for different reasons, and all of a sudden they want to have their own home, and now there's problems. So we say you need to sort these things out. We've seen couples where you know, blowouts in credit cards, well, you know, they, they didn't know about. Yeah, a lot will say, oh, that's okay, we'll fix it up. But we said you need to be aware of it. You need to take stock of this and not let it become a problem. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, money? And and, uh, we've discussed in other podcasts previously with other people that financial discussions seem to um, uh, worry some people. They just don't want to talk about money um, and they shy away from it. Do you find that uh, an issue with some of the couples that you've uh, spoken to? Definitely. It's, um, it's always that, you know, as you said, the elephant in the room, it's, it's about it's a real thing. Uh, you need to talk about it. And as I said, I, you know, I emphasize the point of making a list, you know, understanding exactly where each of you understand, uh, come into play in this relationship. 
but but also uh, you know as we talked earlier about you know sooner or later uh, different careers come into play and different earning capacities so you know who's going to stay home and look after the children if children are part of the plan yeah then uh, you know what happens how long what is the career are you going to support this other person in their career so the money not just the money but the ability to earn comes into play especially with the you know the big mortgages that these couples mm-hmm. are coming into and you you say you we tell them you do not want money to be the driving force behind decisions yeah no exactly and even simple things like like who pays the bills someone might put their hand up to pay the utility bills uh, someone else might look after something else just little things because th- th- those sort of things can lead to problems as well yeah, we, we, we give them our example. I mean, Veronica's in charge of all the finances in this house. So, you know, that should we say usually someone takes control of it and it's not about controlling each other. It's about someone knowing where the position is. But we, we emphasise um, the openness and the communications and not hiding anything. You need to be aware of the total situation and this comes down to again communication and discussions making sure each each of you understand exactly where you are uh, and it talks about um, spending patterns you know sometimes we'll bring up and highlight about oh they spend a lot of money on you know this type of thing or that sport or this or that we said as long as you agree yeah and that's right someone might like shoes and they might spend a bit of money on shoes, someone else might like going to sporting events and uh, spend their money there, and that's fine as long as it's, it's, it's a fair uh, workout, if you like, or a fair equation at the end of the day, but it's important to talk these things out firstly. Yes, it is, and, and compromise. Yeah. yeah, compromise, absolutely. Are there other things that uh, couples perhaps should be aware of apart from finances, things that uh, can bring them undone? Yes, the break- Yes, uh, the greatest highlight we've emphasised is wills. Really? Yes, and we say, have you got a will? They go, no. Uh, do you think you should have a will? You've now got, if you've got joint property, you've got separate property, or and it's surprising how they go, never thought about it. Because they don't, and I'm said, but you are coming into a relationship, particularly those, I think you've emphasised those that come in with assets. Uh, another thing also is that who owns the asset, isn't it, as far mm. as mortgages and how, yeah, it was it was quite surprising. So that was something we we, um, we encouraged that quite a bit and that was that was it was that was a good tip we gave. I think yeah. yeah, we've seen it where yes, I've come in with an asset and we said, but you know, who owns it? Oh, it was my me, my brother, my oh, father yeah. and my uncle and, and all of this. And we go, okay, um, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> where, where does it go from there? Yeah, so resolving that beforehand is, is very important. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of people, and I, you know, I, I can't put my hand up and say I've been perfect either in terms of wills and working things out before, but uh, it, is, it is vitally important. And wills is a great example because I don't think a lot of people would even consider doing a will. They're young, they're usually in their 20s when they, they marry or it could be 30s or whatever. And a will is something you do when you're in your 60s, 70s, or 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, we, we do push it, not push it, we, we suggest it as part of your 
um, part of your financial commitments to each other is is making sure that the because you know when children come into play, you know wills become important. Absolutely. Um, prenup agreements are they popular these days, or I'd be interested no. to know. No, 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 never discuss. No, never comes up in in that situation. Um, I just think the awkwardness is um, the fact of coming in with assets, as like Andrew explained, that, that they've they've committed to other mortgages with other members of the family, um, and that that creates a, a bit of complexity in the relationship. Yeah, uh, we've had it with because they've used their what their first homeowners grant. And so, you know, and then the next, this new partner says, well, how do we go about it now? Or they say, you know, um, am I committed to this mortgage as well? It's not mine. So it, um, yeah, but it this is where I think we do say they need to just sort it out. Just sort it out. The big thing yeah. is about, um, you know, you are now one, you are now a couple mm. and you're responsible for each other's. Um, we go into about, you know, sometimes about, you know, bank accounts, you know. Mm. Having you are one and legally binding together as a joint ownership. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no such thing as a trivial issue, is there? Really, when you think about it. No, no. no. correct, correct. Now, now interfering in laws, well meaning friends and meddling. It's sort of uh, we did touch on it in the first podcast. Um, huge issue. <laughs> It appears to be. It's a pattern. Not huge. Not it, huge. It's a pattern that they'll always come up in, in, in all the focus programs. Understandably, they're coming from from family backgrounds, um, they're, they're culturally, uh, um, and given that they're they're getting older, getting married, that, that they've been able to do their own thing. They because like the cohabitating couples, they they still. Are quite independent in some ways, aren't they? Yeah. They'll, they'll meet up on the weekends, but often they'll go off and do their own things. But now we're saying, yeah, well, you've now got to decide to do things together. Um, is there a, a weekly dinner with one family? Oh, oh, yes, but I'll, I'll just go. Or now the expectation may be that you've both got to go. They've got to make that agreement. And and even we talk about Easter, Christmas, birthdays. And it, yeah, it, it does it does highlight a lot. And, and one will is, oh, but no, we but we always do this. We have to do this. You know, my my family do this. Just but we, we no, that's not fair. We we yeah. tell them that you have to now build your own traditional things, mm. and you or you have to agree on which ones because it comes up as to uh, different events. Surprising how certain cultural backgrounds, you know, you have to go to each family event. And you say, well, what happens? This is fine, but what if you have a conflict or between your family and their family? Uh, and then we get the biggest one that says, uh, you know, okay, I'll stand up and say no, but then you know, the, the other in-law will say, oh, that's because he or she is, you know, doesn't want to join us. And then you know, it's what support the partner will give him or her to say, hang on, no, this is our decision, not yeah. mine or hers our decision yeah uh, we all know uh, that christmas especially can be a very trying time for some families mm. you know uh, people get very stressed and especially if some siblings don't get on uh and couples perhaps don't get on with their in-laws as well um is, is there a way couples can approach this sort of uh, 
issue. Does it just to get back to talking about it beforehand again? Yeah, definitely on the talking and agreeing so that they go as a couple, as a uniform decision that they've both made. And yeah, we said it'll happen. You'll, you, you know, you know it's, not, it's a give and take. You won't please everyone. You're not going to please everyone. You will say, you know, that certain families, we have Christmas every you know, Christmas Day lunch. You know, well, so does ours. Okay. So, you know, find a way. Is it one year, one year off? Because yep. we get example, that's what we do. And we've got three children with three different cultural backgrounds of marriages and you know, diversity and location. So we say, this is what we do. You know, we have one year off, one year on. Now, that's one way. There are other ways to do it. You know, the um, morning and the afternoon. But I said, all of a sudden, you'll have children and it again will become complex. So... The important part is to discuss, agree, and go as a couple in a you know, uniform decision-making process. Yeah, and you, that's the key word, isn't it? The couple need to be uh, unified on this. They can't be seen to be disagreeing amongst themselves, especially in front of their uh, their in-laws. That that would be a terrible thing, I imagine. Mm, correct. Yeah, and because and it seems to be even if they're cohabitating, it seems to be they have more flexibility. I think they can get away with, oh, you go there, I'll go here. Um, but we, as Andrew said, we emphasise, no, you are now a definite couple. You are together. You really, you know, it's you can't go your separate ways all the time. It's This, this, is, this is the hard decision-making part of it as well. Yep, no, vitally important. Andrew's mentioned it a few times. You're one. You're not two separate people really in many respects. You're, uh, you're one couple. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. Uh, discuss this slightly in the first episode, but it is important for couples to have time for themselves um, in the lead up to marriage and, of course, afterwards. How best can they approach this? Does this, again, get about them discussing what they need to do to have time alone, to have time for themselves? Yeah, we we emphasise that it comes up as a couple of the questions uh, and it comes into this communication but also personalities about finding when do you best communicate how do you find time to communicate effectively you know we we give example you know maybe you know after dinner you know before bed in the morning but you need to find us time but also me time you know you might find you know i need to do certain things we've had couples who say that you know, the partner has worked hard, solid hard all day, and when they get home, they just want to have some quiet time. And that may be gaming, it may be watching something, it may be doing something. I said it's respecting each other's downtime because you are different personalities. You are coming together as one, but you are still different people from different cultural backgrounds and different family backgrounds. You will do things differently. It's now finding ways to do things together. Um, we talked about, you know, children will come into play and it's important that children do not dominate you as a couple, that it's important that you as a couple continue on in your relationship. You will love the children and spend time for the children together, but uh, you still have to find the us time. And there are also the dynamics of the couple, the personalities. We have some personalities where one is predominantly more outgoing, more sociable. The other one is more in, introverted. 
And then um, we've had it where they say, oh, well, you play basketball, just something, you know, particularly if they're not living together and they're emphasising, well, when we get to the weekend, do you have to spend all day with your mates or, one, you know, play sport all day? And, yeah, and we had to emphasise that because one said, well, I don't want to be on my own all day. So that was another issue too. Yeah. And if people don't talk, it, it can fester and lead to all sorts of problems. Um, mm. That's why it is important to rave that an issue is identified quickly. They should talk about it reasonably quickly, I would have thought. Yeah, no, it does. It's, it's, a, it's an important part because it's another one of those, as you said, festering conflicts that can come up and lead to arguments or discussions or um, not accepting. We, we, we emphasise probably more around uh, you will be giving up things and you'll be taking on new things. So you said to find the things that are new to each other. They may be the same as what you were doing, but your life is changing. You now have a commitment to your respective spouse and or family, not just self and you know, maybe your mates or your family. Circle of friends, yeah. Well, that's so true. Comes, one of the questions covers uh, friends and interests, so there's a big section on that, yeah, and it's amazing how many don't understand each other or it depends on how long they've lived together or been together. Yeah. Well, when you're with someone, you can't just up and go and disappear and do your own thing like you can as a single person um, when you, you know, you're not accountable to anyone. When you're with someone, you are accountable to that other, other person as well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah which always, is interesting. You always have to think, think of the others at all times, yes. Yeah, yeah, and that gets back to uh, em empathy and not being selfish and all those sorts of things, which comes easy to some people but not so easy to other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, don't realise it. Have, have no idea, so. No, no, that's right. Um, we live in interesting times with COVID. Um, Marriages have been cancelled, as we've seen. Uh, very sad for the couples. That it's very hard to plan ahead at the moment. Have you seen the expectations of couples change over the last eighteen months, two years? Well, it's hard to judge because it's been very. As a consequence, it's been very quiet. So we haven't had. I think we had one focus couple, sort of, sort of post during the lockdown, but they got married earlier. Others are rushed, and we only just recently um, took a couple through the program. Sadly, they haven't been able to get engaged, but yeah. they've missed that, and the wedding is in January. So I, I feel for them because I think that this would be a very emotional time for them. The others, I think, have held off. We haven't, I can't, but maybe it's not our judgment. Maybe the parish priests are more familiar with, with what they most probably get and more impacted with it. I assume they've just postponed it. Yeah. Because mm, we're not seeing the impact of the COVID. It's more around the planning. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, some have, where we've seen they've just, let's just get married and, you know, or set a date and it'll happen whichever way. That comes, the difficulty comes back to is, is how much of a, a wedding show it is or how much it is about the sacrament of marriage mm. and how much, you know, it doesn't matter about the people, the you know, the festives, the you know, the yeah. size of yeah. the thing. It's about the marriage. They'll change, so they adapt fairly quickly. I think a lot of them are now. It's 
COVID sessions and cancellations is a mm. fact of life. I yeah. think it's well. I think it's tougher now because last year there was we had the one friends at the wedding. There was five, isn't it? You could have five at a wedding, whereas now there's no weddings. Is that correct? Mm. Yes. Yeah, so that must be difficult. That'll be yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's sort of like trying to uh, not as important. I mean, flying interstate or whatever. There's no point in planning a trip three months hence because uh, you don't know whether you'll be able to get there. Not that I'm no. comparing a trip to Queensland to a wedding. A wedding's far more important, but uh, mm. similar sort of situation. I think that they're doing it, it appears to be like this, plan A, plan B and plan C. Uh, you know, plan A will be the big session and we'll put it further out or you know, if it gets closer, we'll revert to plan B. So, you know, where you have your, your A list of guests, your B list and your C list, will come down to the numbers that you're allowed to have or the type. You may only be allowed to have five people at your wedding. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like the new norm, isn't it? Uh, uh, unlike the Italian uh, wedding I mentioned uh, earlier, 300 people, that's sort of a thing of the past, I think. Mm. Yes, I don't think it, it, that would be so difficult to have these. I just don't foresee that in the How do you get people future. from interstate even to think about yeah. coming down? Oh, that's right. If you can get interstate, and that's pretty hard these days. I think <laughs> yes. if we're in Victoria. We can't go anywhere, can we? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we've 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 got a couple of weddings coming up. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. So they've yes, we had one one's due in October, and it was meant to be on the family in a family home. Well, that's right. not going to happen. Right. So yeah, no, just yeah. No, my son and his girlfriend had a a wedding planned. Uh, they were going to go to Ireland. Good friend of hers, and uh, uh, that's not going to happen either. So they're bitterly disappointed about that, but just mm. the way it is, unfortunately. And yeah. you do you do feel for them. I mean, it, it's it's an exciting time. It's a fun time. It's yeah, it's something to look forward to. I know. In the- yeah. So if that's something that's changed, the expectations is the expectation of highlight day may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, look, you know, it's uh, it is sad for us who've, who've been through marriages and whatever years ago. We didn't have pandemics to worry about or anything, and now no. it's just the whole world has just been turned upside down. Definitely, yeah, it'd be interesting to see the pattern. Will they bother? Will they think, "Oh, forget about it. We've been living well, together well." Yeah, that, and we won't know that probably for a few years. But that's a good point. Some people may may have been inclined to have a church wedding, may decide now that there's no point. And uh, you know, which would be sad, but uh, that 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 will be interesting to see and see the data on that in the years ahead. Mm, correct. Yeah. Yes, it's challenging enough to produce mass each week. You know, we know that the difficulty just in doing that with the technology in which they're doing. A, our parish, particularly, is doing a wonderful job. So I can imagine trying to, you know, coordinate a wedding, trying to do that. Oh, even sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. Um, just to perhaps recap some of the main points from uh, today's podcast. I think the the emphasis we talked about was the money side and how important that is about taking that issue out on putting it all on the table, clarity and communication. Um, Veronica mentioned about the wills, about the importance that you, know, you are now one couple and it's you're, you own each other's assets. Um, you know, both parties are coming in to play with assets and liabilities. Make sure you're aware of them. Um, you know, the understanding the families of origins, traditions, which ones are that 
you will take, which ones you will not take, which ones you'll create your own. But um, and, and with the extended family too, I'd say, remember your partner, they love their family dearly. So it's, it's also respecting yeah. the other family. I think that was an emphasis we put on you. They they won't go away. They're with you for the rest of your life with, with, with your partner. So show re- respect of your partner's wishes as well. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a very good point. And respect is a vital word too. And, uh, yeah, you, you're, just gonna, you're not always going to win the argument or win the discussion, but uh, that's fine. That's life, isn't it? Oh, correct. And things don't necessarily go your way. It's some, some, yes, sometimes decisions, but you just have to deal with it and accept it. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a lot of that's the main things I think mm. we've talked about today was you know the financial, the um, extended families, the religion side, the interfaith ones we've had as well, where we've talked about the differences and understanding and accepting. We've seen some beautiful things, mm. and we've seen some scary things where they just mm. don't understand each other's religion. All other relationships where they've been in a long term relationship. And then uh, met a, a new partner, and also um, I think what do we call it? Past hurts. Past hurts. Yeah. History. They have to deal with that. That was a bit of an issue coming up, and and dealing with previous relationships that they have to 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 discuss. There was a bit of discomfort when in, when they would bring that up. That's the mm. communication again. Yeah, back to communication. Correct. Yes, like everything in life, it always gets back to communication. Some people are better at it than others, but uh, it is vitally important, as we know. Veronica and Andrew, thank you very much. Uh, Thoroughly enjoyed that session too, and uh, hopefully we'll chat again soon. Thank you very much for your time, David. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, David. Good on you.